in the next series of videos, I'm going to give my best attempt at trying to get a handle on uh, the bailout and the financial crisis. And so I'm going to try to explain different concepts in more than one way. And then I think hopefully it'll all sink in. But the, the big picture really is is that there's a lot of fancy terminology being thrown around, but but the underlying concepts really aren't that fancy. So. I think a good place to start is just with the idea of the balance sheet. And you could watch some of the videos that I did before the whole financial mess on the balance sheet, and that'll give you a good primer. But it doesn't hurt to review it here. So a balance sheet is just a snapshot of what you have and what you owe, and the difference between. And the difference between is kind of like your wealth. So if I just had a a personal balance sheet, I could write my assets. So my assets and. They mean what you think they mean. These are things that will give you future benefits. So let's say my assets, I have, I don't know, let's say I have $1,000 cash. Let's say I have $1,000 cash. Let's say I have a, I don't know, let's say I have a $100,000 house. Let's say I have a $10,000 car. $10,000 car and I don't know let's say all everything else you know I'll call it other in my furniture and I don't know my my TV and everything else I don't know is another $5,000 so those would be my assets and so what are my total assets See, 1,000, 110,000 uh, no it's 101,000 $116,000 $116,000 well, it would be great if we lived in a world of only assets, but unfortunately, let's say that I had liabilities as well. So liabilities, liabilities, and these th a liability is what you think it means. It means something that you you have to give future economic benefit for. Or you're kind of on the hook for something, and so let's say my liabilities. I don't know. Let's say I have a twenty thousand dollars student loan. And let's say on that house, unfortunately, I don't own it outright. Let's say that I have a $80,000 mortgage on that house. So essentially, I borrowed $80,000 from the bank. But And let's throw in some credit card debt in there. Just make this realistic relative to, I think, a lot of households out there. Let's say that there's $5,000 of credit card debt. Although for most households right now, this house is a lot more, and this mortgage is a lot more. But anyway, we'll, we'll, I won't make social commentary. This is just to explain what a balance sheet is. So, what is left over for me? What is my assets minus my liabilities? So let, let me let, let's calculate our total liabilities. So this is total assets. I'll use it with an A colon. So what are my total liabilities? Twenty plus eighty plus five. So it's one hundred and five thousand dollars. Hundred five thousand total liabilities. So the difference between these two, my assets minus my liabilities, this is essentially my net worth, right? This is if if I just liquidated everything tomorrow, if I sold all of this and paid off all of this, this is what I would be left standing with. That's my net worth, or you could view that as that is my equity. You often hear equity in the context of a house. In the context of a house, it's just the asset of the house minus the liability, but I'm talking about in the context of my personal balance sheet. Not that these are the actual numbers. I don't want to give away too much about my life at this just just yet. But anyway, so what is that number here? So my equity, and I'll do that in a I'll make it green since that's if it's positive, it's a good number. My equity is hundred and sixteen thousand minus hundred and five thousand. So what is that? That's eleven thousand dollars. $11,000. That's my equity. 
So there's a couple of things to you know think about here. You know, you'll maybe a lot you'll you'll meet people with a you know a hundred thousand dollar house or a million dollar house, and they say, oh, I am worth a million dollars. And well, you're like, well. You're not really worth a million dollars unless you own that house outright, and you could actually sell that house for a million dollars. It's not what you paid for it; it's what you could. The market's willing to give for it. But your real net worth is your assets minus all of your liabilities. So in this case, your net worth is actually eleven thousand, not a hundred and sixteen thousand dollars. And this is another important thing to to think about. Assets are always equal to liabilities plus equity, and that just comes out of the definition of what equity is. Equity was assets minus liabilities. But you know, when you if you take an MBA, they'll they'll write it down, and it looks like an equation. But it's you know, assets is equal to liabilities plus equity. But that's that's almost a by definition that that's going to be true. So so what can we do with this? How does this help us? Well, there's a, there's a couple of ways that we can we can uh, think about this. First of all, what happens if my liabilities are larger than my assets. So if I owe the world more than the world owes me, well then this number is going to be negative, right? And if this number is negative, then there's no really good reason for me, maybe to preserve my credit score. But other than that, if we put credit scores, if we take that out of the equation, there's no good reason for me to continue living this existence. If my liabilities are greater than my assets, so let's say, let's let's think about that situation. Let's say that my house is only worth a hundred thousand, but for whatever reason, I owe a hundred twenty thousand dollars to the bank. Let's say maybe I originally bought the house with a no money down payment for a hundred twenty thousand dollars, and now I'm honest with myself. I'm like, you know what? The value's gone down. It's only worth a hundred thousand now. So I'm in this situation where you could say I'm upside down on my mortgage. Well, one, you could say oh, there's no incentive for me to continue paying this house. And even bigger picture, if I now look at my if I now look at my balance sheet, what are my liabilities now? 140, my liabilities would be 145,000. And my equity would be my assets minus my liabilities. So 116 minus 45, what is that? 20 minus $29,000? So I'll do that in red, because that's a bad number for your equity. Minus $29,000. So in this situation, in this situation, there's really no reason for me to continue living like the way I am, at least financially. There's no, you should, you, you know, as long as you're breathing, there's no reason not to continue breathing. But you wouldn't want to live like this financially anymore, so there's no reason not to go seek bankruptcy protection. And bankruptcy protection is essentially saying, is admitting, or I am insolvent, which means that there's no way that I'm going to be able to unwind all of my liabilities. Courts protect me. My lenders can't come back after me. Everything is going to be erased. They're going to take all my assets, all my liabilities, and they're essentially going to take these and divide them up amongst the people that I owe stuff to. So that's bankruptcy. That's insolvency. And I, I want to highlight the word insolvency. Insolvency. Because that's a word that we're going to touch on when we actually talk about the credit crisis. And that is opposed to illiquidity. So what is illiquidity? So illiquidity. So insolvency means there's no reason for you to continue with this type of a financial situation. You're bankrupt. You go get bankruptcy protection. That's insolvency. Illiquidity is a different situation. Illiquidity says, no, I actually do have positive equity. So let me let me go back to the original circumstance. Let me let me go back. So let's let me just go back to the original circumstance. It really was. I only owe eighty thousand dollars on the house. So my liabilities really are only 105,000. So I really do have a positive equity of $11,000.
But let's say, let's say, so this isn't insolvency more. So I'm going to describe what illiquidity means to you, or to me in this case, because this is my balance sheet. So let's say that um, I don't know a uh, uh, my my my. Uh, my my wife comes to me and says, "Oh, you know, we need to pay our child tuition. Um, it is five thousand uh, dollars for the upcoming year. I need to pay five thousand dollars in tuition. So I need to pay five thousand dollars. Pay five thousand. Actually, no. Let me take a, a a better situation because if I'm talking about tuition, it should have shown up on liabilities. Let's say that I have to make a five thousand dollar." Payment on my student loan. So there's, I had some kind of weird student loan where five thousand dollars comes due all of a sudden. So I have to make a five thousand dollar payment on student loan. So let me do that in red. Make five thousand dollar payment. Five k payment, and it could be for anything. But let's say it's to satisfy part of one of these liabilities. So if you look at my equity, if you look at my assets my li- minus my liabilities, I clearly have $11,000. I am worth $11,000. And if I could liquidate all my assets and all my liabilities overnight, I would have $11,000 in cash, and then I could pay that $5,000. In fact, in the process of doing it, I would have paid that $5,000. But in this circumstance, if I just look at my situation, let's say that student loan payment is due tomorrow. I only have $1,000 of cash, right? I only have $1,000 maybe sitting in my checking account, so I can't make that $5,000 payment just with my cash. And then I look at everything else. I'm like, boy, can I unload any of these assets overnight? Well, a house, absolutely not. There's no way I'm going to be able to unload my house tomorrow. Maybe if I did, you know, I could find someone who'd buy it for $50,000 tomorrow, but that wouldn't help my situation. Then I'm going, my equity essentially will go negative again. So that won't help. I can't sell my car overnight. Uh, you know, maybe I could sell it at a super low price for $4,000 just to kind of make this payment, but I don't want to do that either. And same thing, your furniture, that's something, you know, you'd have to go on Craigslist and, and, and take pictures of it. You couldn't do it. So this is a situation where you are you having a liquidity crisis. You are illiquid, but you're not insolvent. You have positive. You have a positive net worth, if, assuming that you're not lying about what's going on in your balance sheet, and, and that's another issue. So how do you get past a liquidity crisis like this? Well, someone has to give you. We could call it a bridge loan because they're giving you a financial bridge from here to where you need to get to go, or they're giving you a bridge that essentially buys you time, right? Let's say your your dad says, "Okay, Sal, I'm or my dad, I guess, I'll give you a five thousand dollar loan for the next two months, and over the next two months, I expect you." To find some other source of cash, maybe sell your car, buy a cheaper car, sell some of your furniture or something. So that is a loan to prevent a liquidity crisis, and that loan wouldn't be a bad idea because if this person isn't lying about their balance sheet, or if I'm not lying about my balance sheet, then I actually am good for the money. On the other hand, that loan would be a bad idea if I had insolvency because it would just be throwing good money after bad. It's I wouldn't I'm not able to pay my current loans, and you're just giving me another loan that I wouldn't be able to pay. Anyway, I'm out of time. I'll see you in the next video.